0: Medical cannabis. Who knew that a plant could be the cause of so much controversy, discovery, and insight? Whether you're well-versed in the science of the endocannabinoid system, CBD, THC, and terpenes, or whether you're a skeptic, curious to learn more about the real world experiences of medical professionals and patients. We all have unanswered questions about what cannabis does, how it works, and whether it's a safe and effective medical treatment for a myriad of different health conditions. That's why each week on the Cannabis Friendly Guide to Wellness podcast, we'll talk with Dr. Joe Cohen, founder of Holos Health, a medical cannabis expert who over the past 10 years has treated over 25,000 patients with medical cannabis. Thanks for tuning in, I'm your host, Amy Silverman. Hi, I'm your host, Amy Silverman. Have you shopped for CBD products lately? It's confusing. It's not at all like picking a prescription up from the pharmacy and with so many options and so little transparency, it's hard to know what you're buying without doing hours of research. I've done the research and I personally love Kanekoru CBD products and I recommend them all the time. So these products were designed by a team of experts, including PhD scientists who founded the first research lab at the University of Colorado, and they mapped the cannabis genome. And then they teamed up with some doctors and organic farmers to produce Kanakoro CBD. And this is full spectrum organic CBD that you can buy online and you can go to the website and check out their COAs, their certificates of analysis, which show exactly what is in each and every single product. So if you would like to experience the difference of Kanakoru CBD, you can go to kanakoru.org. That's C-A-N-N-A-K-O-R-U dot to save twenty percent off your first order, and you're going to go to cannacoru.org and use the code I love hemp twenty to get twenty percent off at checkout. That's the letter I, L O V E, H E M P, two zero, to get twenty percent off your first order of organic CBD. How you doing, Amy? I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing just fine. Uh, Excited to talk about the endocannabinoid system today.
0: Yes, yes. It's a really big and important topic. Um, It's one of my favorite, favorite things to talk about. Um, And I really appreciate how it can help people who are new to cannabis understand why a plant works to treat so many different health conditions. Because once you understand the endocannabinoid system and what it is and how it works in the body, um, it's like the entire plant starts to have new meaning because you can really see how all of these different conditions, different conditions that cannabis can treat, why that is. It's not just some kind of, you know, Magic herb even though it is kind of a, a very special plant. There's actually it's really really interesting and new um, scientific um, And physiological reasons why it works um, And so I'm really excited to get into it. What where do you want to start? Do you want to just start talking about telling us like the the endocannabinoid system the term what it what it means
1: sure um so basically we are wired for this plant and that's a very important thing for everyone to realize we have what's known as an endocannabinoid system which endo means within our body whereas phyto is is the plant uh cannabinoids so we have an endocannabinoid system and you know This started with animals, started with sea squirts about 600 million years ago. And through uh, evolution, all animals have an endocannabinoid system. So that's been passed on uh, over uh, millions of years. It turns out that the plant actually hit the planet probably uh, about 150 million years ago and had similar compounds to what animals were already making. And what happens is when animals make a substance like us as humans, we have to have receptors in our body to receive those substances. When you think about it, it's pretty remarkable that the animal kingdom developed a system where they're producing their own cannabinoids, they have receptors for their own cannabinoids, and then a plant magically appears on this planet with the same type of compounds that animals were already producing. So that in itself is pretty remarkable, and that should immediately give our listeners an insight as to why this system in our body and this plant uh, go together so nicely and why we are wired for this plant. We're going to go into some detail on that today.
0: hmm Yeah, so you started talking about um, receptors and how we as humans um, make our own cannabinoids.
1: Yes, so basically um, what happens is when we have substances in our body that our body produces, as an example, we have to have a place in our cell, cellular structure, uh, where we can receive those substances. And those are what receptors are. And you have to have the the chemical that's going into the receptor. And that's called uh, a ligand. Uh, Look at it this way, as a lock and a key. You have to have the right type of key to fit into the lock, to unlock your door or to unlock anything or to lock something. Mm -hmm. So when you have uh, the right type of compound that fits into that receptor, it's like the key in the lock, you turn things on and you turn things off. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And since we are producing our own cannabinoids, which we're going to go into some detail about, uh, since we produce our own cannabinoids and the plant has similar structures, it's like the plant actually fits into that lock. Uh, and does some pretty amazing uh, things in our body. So that's b- the basic information of how our endocannabinoid system works and why this plant can do so many things. Mm-hmm. So we have our own, um, our own um, basic two, there's more than two, uh, endocannabinoids. They're called anandamide, and they're called 2-AG. And we'll be talking about that as we go through this talk today.
0: And there, this discovery was relatively recent, correct? Yes. Like, that's why a lot of times people have not heard of this or it's new to them, is because these, these were um, endocannabinoids that were discovered, like, in the last 40 or 50 years, Right.
1: Actually, the endocannabinoids were discovered in the early 90s, about 25 years ago. Okay. Uh, and they were discovered in Israel, wh- who's been doing a lot of research on uh, cannabinoids. So yeah, in the early 90s is when we discovered it. So when I went to medical school uh, in the dark ages, uh, in the, I went to medical school in the 70s, uh, we didn't know there was an endocannabinoid system. and Unfortunately, it's still not taught in a lot of medical schools, although that is changing very rapidly now because the cat's out of the bag.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the two endocannabinoids that are most known are anandamide and 2-AG, and like, what, what do they do? What's the purpose of the, these endocannabinoids?
1: Great question, because this is the key. We have this system in our body, the purpose of our endocannabinoid system is to keep everything in balance. In other words, we have uh, it could be emotional, it could be physical, it can be a variety of things going on where things get out of whack, things get out of balance in our body. We immediately produce our own cannabinoids, anandamide and 2-AG on demand. They're very, very, they're very briefly to bring everything back into balance. So it's actually amazing compounds that we didn't discover until recently, um, that have a major impact on our health and our stability as humans.
0: So, our body makes them, and then the they they fit into the receptors the that we already have in our endocannabinoid system, correct? Exactly. Okay, and then the other thing that I wanted to ask you about that is that this, the endocannabinoid system, the way that it keeps everything in balance is that it kind of interacts with all of our other body systems, right? The endocannabinoids um, interact with like our hormone signaling system and um, our nervous system and our digestive system and our brain um, and our, you know, so I, I wonder if you could talk about like how that kind of works.
1: So basically we have uh, receptors throughout our body in different systems and an example would be we have uh, two main types of receptors. One is called the CB1 receptor and the other is called the CB2 receptor. So let's talk about CB1. Let's get into some CB1 receptors and how they, what they do. CB1 receptors are found throughout the body and so are CB2, however, uh, CB1 receptors are found predominantly in our central nervous system is where the highest concentration is. As a matter of fact, you know, we, we produce all these different neurotransmitters. You've heard of them all, uh, dopamine and serotonin and glutamate, and there's several of them. GABA. Yeah, there's all these neurotransmitters that we produce. And they're utilizing the brain to do different things, uh, to perform different functions. And um they bind to certain receptors and they work in the brain. But if you think about the brain, what it is, it's a, you have all of these neurotransmitters and they're, they're like a one-way street. They go one direction only. When we um, make our own cannabinoids, an anamide and 2-AG, what happens is we have a nerve fiber, uh, and I'm strictly talking about the brain right now, we have a nerve fiber. We have all these nerve fibers in the brain, billions and billions and billions uh, of nerve fibers. And this is a one-way street when these neurotransmitters bind and do their thing. What happens with uh, cannabinoids is that if things are going awry, um, they actually slow down things that are hyper, going too hyperactive in the brain. It works in a space between the nerve fibers called the synapse and it'll actually slows things down when they're going too rapidly and they'll actually speed things up when they're going too slowly. And by doing that, using the brain as the example of CB1 receptors, it actually brings a lot of things back into balance uh, and it's trying to self correct what's going on in our body. And I like to use the brain as that example. Um, uh, by the way, uh, we do not have, uh, these cannabinoid receptors in what's known as our brainstem. Um, when we take drugs like opioids and benzodiazepines and things that are addicting that can, you can overdose on and you can stop, uh, breathing or your heart will stop from overdosing. That's because there's receptors to those in the brainstem, which controls those area and you can die from an overdose. Since we don't have these receptors in that one area of the brain, we cannot uh, cause ourselves uh, to overdose on cannabis to the point where we stop our heart beating or our respirations. So that's a protective mechanism. And that's why you'll hear reports that cannabis won't kill you. Yeah, you can get really stoned, you can feel really bad, but you're not gonna kill yourself with cannabis. You can't overdose on it in that way. So we have uh, the system in our body that's trying to keep everything in balance using the brain as an example with CB1 receptors. CB2 receptors, however, also found throughout the body, but uh, they are in very high volume uh, numbers, rather, uh, in our immune system. So when we're talking about CB2 receptors, we're talking about our immune system. And we're going to have a lot of talk about immune systems in subsequent uh, episodes down the road.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so it helps with immune function. And also, because it binds these receptors and it affects what we call cytokines, it actually reduces inflammation. And that's why you'll hear things like CBD is a great anti-inflammatory because of the way it works on our CB2 receptors.
0: Hmm. Wow. There's there's a kind of a lot there um, so I'm gonna just kind of review that there's receptors throughout the body we're, we're talking specifically about two types of receptors the CB1 receptor which is the primary receptor that's found in the central nervous system in the brain um, and then the CB2 receptor which is more concentrated in the immune system and we have our own cannabinoids that we produce that bind to these receptors you you painted a really good picture of what our own endocannabinoid system looks like in the body, but I'm curious now, how does the plant, the cannabis plant, fit into this system?
1: So as we mentioned earlier, the structure, the chemical structure of our own cannabinoids and the, our, what we call our endocannabinoids and the plant cannabinoids, what we call phytocannabinoids, are so similar that the plant cannabinoids actually bind to our receptors. And that's pretty remarkable. And this is where we start to think about how this plant can change so many things and work in so many ways. There's over 100 uh, different uh, cannabinoids. Most of them are what we call minor cannabinoids. We have no idea what they do or how they work. They have not been studied. They discover more and more of these type of chemical structures in the plant, we call them cannabinoids. Um, But the main two that are being studied, and the the two that seem to have the greatest impact, and we're gonna learn more about some others, but the main two are THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, which we're all familiar with that term, uh, and delta-9-THC is the term that we use. Um, And then the other is going to be cannabidiol or CBD. So those are the two that tend to have the greatest emotional and physiological effects. So what I'd like to do is talk to you about how CBD and THC work on a very general basis. THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, uh, you'll notice the effects of that when you smoke a joint or you use any type of uh, uh, method of using uh, cannabis that has THC in it, you feel high. You may feel more relaxed, it may help you sleep, it may help you in a lot of ways. It has a lot of effects on the CB1 receptors in the brain, and those are the effects that we feel. CBD, however, has a little bit uh, different way of working. It doesn't bind real well to our receptors. It needs a little bit of THC to help it bind, and it also needs the help of what we call terpenes, which are another part of the plant. There's something like 440 components to this plant. Some of them are cannabinoids, some of them are terpenes, some of them are bioflavonoids. There's all these different components uh, in the plant. And terpenes are also a very important component, which we'll talk about at another time. But there is one particular terpene called beta carotene, and uh, uh, different plants share terpenes. beta caryophylline is found in black pepper, cloves, cinnamon, and other plants also found in many strains of cannabis. And beta-caryophylline actually is the only terpene that binds to our CB2 receptors and it actually helps the CBD work better. So CBD is a four binder, best when you have some beta-caryophylline and a little bit of THC to help it work in your body. So when you're combining uh, CBD and THC together, because there's many things available for patients that have a combination of both, you're probably going to get the best of both worlds. And here's why. This is an adaptogenic herb. An adaptogen means it's trying to bring everything back into balance in your body, just like our endocannabinoid system does. Our endocannabinoid system is trying to bring everything into balance. When you're using this herbal plant, it's also doing the same thing when used appropriately. So, if you're going to be using uh, uh, THC, you're going you're going to have psychoactivity. You're going to have certain effects from that. Uh, it can actually increase anxiety for some people, and we talked about on a previous episode about anxiety, what THC can do. Mm-hmm. CBD tends to be an anti-anxiety, so it it actually helps balance. The anxiety uh, that THC can cause when people combine CBD with that THC, they can eliminate the anxiety. Sometimes THC will cause increased heart rate, what we call tachycardia. If you use CBD with it, you will balance that out and you won't have the tachycardia. Uh, There are certain effects. Uh, Psychoactivity is another one. If you're having too much psychoactivity and you're trying to treat yourself with cannabis but you get too high and you don't like that, you can add CBD, which will also decrease the psychoactivity. And I'd like to uh, talk about how that works real briefly. For the nerds out there, we <laughs> have receptors in our, our CB1 receptors in the brain, as an example. And uh, when our THC binds to a receptor, it's binding to a certain site on a receptor that's called an orthosteric binding site. And that causes the psychoactivity, can cause tachycardia for some people, uh, can cause anxiety for some people depending on the strain. Uh, It can do all those things. When you use CBD with it, however, it's binding to a different binding site on the same receptor known as an allosteric binding site. When that happens, it actually changes the configuration of the THC so that you're actually not gonna have those three things Uh, happening as severely, uh, or you actually resolve the whole problem of anxiety when using THC. You have less psychoactivity. You're not going to eliminate it, but you'll have less. Uh, And you're not going to have the tachycardia. And there's many other ways that it works uh, in balance with with each other. And that's called the yin and the yang of the plant. The CBD and the THC balance each other out and work so effectively together for so many different Conditions, whether it be pain or cancer, uh, autoimmune disease, uh, very, very uh, comprehensive ways that these work together.
0: Hmm. Wow. So you're you're talking about the plant um, in more than the sum of its parts. It seems like in order to really work in the endocannabinoid system, you you, you use different parts of this plant, not just the THC. So it's, it, one of the things that's so striking to me is that we can't really look at it as these single kind of medicines. It seems like better results are found when it's the whole plant.
1: Exactly, and that's known as the entourage effect, a term caused by Raphael Meshulam, who uh, actually discovered uh, with his group in Israel THC in 1964 and worked on the whole endocannabinoid system in the 90s. Uh, He's probably the most famous name in cannabinoid medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he calls it the entourage effect. When you have the whole plant working together, you get a much greater effect than taking parts out and using parts. And one of those parts, actually, I mentioned earlier with beta caryophylline are terpenes. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, terpenes have a major impact on how, what the effects of these plants are uh, to you. Uh, an example of different terpene profiles are different strains. We have our sativa strains, which are daytime, uh, creative, uh, energizing strains, uh, but they can cause anxiety, so you gotta be careful. Um, And we have our nighttime strains, known as our indica strains, which are body relaxing, pain relieving, uh, we call it in the couch, sleep uh, strains. And the difference is not the cannabinoids. The difference is the terpenes. The terpenes actually will modify how the cannabinoids work in your body. So terpenes are very, very important uh, part of this plant. So when you start looking at companies that are extracting or taking an example of this would be, uh, there's a lot of CBD products out there made from hemp, and hemp and marijuana is the same plant, the only time I use the word marijuana, it's all the same plant, hemp is 0.3% THC or less, marijuana is above 0.3%. But uh, when you're talking about an example of uh, hemp-based CBD, you see a lot of stuff on the market out there, and a lot of these are what we call isolates, where they're just taking the CBD out of the plant, there's no terpenes, there's no THC, there's no nothing but CBD. And remember that CBD doesn't bind as well unless you have a little THC and and some beta-caryophyllene to help it work better. So there are all of these differences and all these combination of things. It's a very complicated issue. And we try to oversimplify it sometimes and think, oh, just THC, we'll put it into this or just CBD, we'll put it into that or CBC or CBG or whatever. It's much more complicated and you're far better off with the whole plant. And if you get certain strains, that can be uh, when you inhale it. As an example, you're getting a full plant with all the terpenes and everything else. But sometimes you get concentrates in other forms and uh, or tinctures, and they're taking everything out and just sticking back the CBD and the THC. That's not good enough.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that's what we see um, in, in patients. You know, that's what we see people responding to better is the, the full plant.
1: Yeah, they'll still have a, 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 an effect uh, from the mm-hmm. plant, even, mm-hmm. even if they combine isolates, but you're not gonna have the full effect unless mm-hmm. you're, uh, you have the whole entourage effect.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it's a very complicated um, and difficult kind of issue in, in understanding this plant. You've presented a ton of information. Can you just kind of sum up the, the key points that we've talked about?
1: The number one uh, key point that I'd like to bring up again is that we are wired for this plant. This is a very special plant out in nature that has the same chemical structure as what we produce, therefore we're wired for it, and it works in so many important ways in our body. So once you start to understand the endocannabinoid system, that opens up the door to understanding how cannabis can work to treat your particular condition, and we're going to be getting into specific conditions as we go through uh, uh, an episode a week, and hopefully we'll we'll be able to answer a lot of your questions, and you'll have a good understanding of how to use cannabis most effectively for your health.
0: Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Cohen. I really appreciate all of your expertise and sharing it with us today. Thanks again.
1: And thank you, Amy.
0: Thank you for listening. We really appreciate your feedback. So if you liked what you heard, please subscribe, leave a comment. Or if you want more information, you can find us online at www.holoshealth dot org. That's Holos, H-O-L-O-S, health, H-E-A-L-T-H dot org. Thanks. See you next episode.